Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey wrestling fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the all... Oh, I stumbled that whole thing. Take two. We could just add that out in post, right? <clears throat> Not at all. Welcome back to another edition of the All Nights Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. He is the Stallion. I am the Enforcer. We are back with the second shot this week, doubling up, if you will, on prof- the sport of professional wrestling. This week, we had Billy Starks from Black Label Pro, up-and-coming independent wrestler on our show. We thank her very much for her time. And today, in honor of what, has, what Joe has titled Yano Season, uh, we are doing our 2020 New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Prediction Show. We're going to give you the one, two, three, four, five, five matches we are looking most forward to. And then we're going to tell you who we think is going to win block A, who is going to win block B, and then who will be the winner of the 2020 G1. Joe, you could not be more excited for uh, last year. Well, you can't be more excited for, you know, the G1, but I believe last year was your first year watching it in full, correct? Yeah, last year was the first time I really, um, you know, watched and tracked the G1 from beginning to end. And in years past, I did not have a New Japan World subscription, and I was kind of just checking in day over day to see who was leading the standings. But I would, I would not actually watch most of the matches until maybe the last, the last day. Uh, so last year was the first time I did that, and uh, this year will now I'll be doing it again. Of course, the G1 is a little bit later this year. Originally. The Olympics was supposed to be taking place in Japan, but due to COVID, like many other things, that's not happening. But luckily, oh, you mean that, uh, that, that fake airborne bullshit that Cuomo made up? 
Luckily, I'm I'm messing with you guys. I'm messing with you. The G1 is still happening, and it's thank God starting this weekend, and it goes into October. And as usual, the winner of the G1 Climax Tournament will earn a title match at Wrestle Kingdom in January. Dude, not only are we lucky the G1 is happening, we're lucky the G1 is happening with the international talent. Like, there was such a big worry that we weren't going to be able to get the people that were um, expected for the G1, Jay White's, the Will Ospreys. Um, the, I'm sure I'm missing people. But luckily, we do. And we are going to have a fucking killer tournament. Uh, do you, I know you have the blocks in front of you. You are well-prepared, well-thought-out, timely, prompt. All the things we love about the big guy. It's a little inside because we had a little bit to do about how I'm always late and fat. And um, Joe said, uh, yeah, you're fat and you're late. And I was like, I'm not late. You got the blocks in front of you, Joe. We already have one prediction that somebody gave on Instagram. Why don't you read us everybody from block A and everybody from block B? Okay, block A consists of the following competitors. As I pull my notebook up here. We have uh, Kota Ibushi, Jeff Cobb, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohoro Ishii, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takagi, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Jay White, and Yujiro Takahashi. That is block A. Holy shit. This block, is so good. Sorry. Block B is Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Hiroki Goto, Toroyano, Yoshihashi, Tetsuya Naito, Sanada, Zack Sabre Jr., Kenta, and Evil is your block B. Uh, dude, I like... I'm a nerd, right? I'm a pathetic, low-life, scum-sucking professional wrestling fan at heart. Like, I love professional wrestling. I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's not one bad match possible in either block. Because, especially the Yano matches. Because my favorite thing, I told people that you've coined it Yano season... You respond to, what, 40% of texts this time of year with a Yano GIF, uh, GIF, right? Yeah, 35 to 40% pretty much for the next month or so. So uh, anybody who communicates with me can expect to see that if they're not already used to it. Maybe we should bring that to Twitter, to our, uh, our Twitter game. So, all right. So what we're going to do, we're going to break down our top five most looked forward to matches. For the G1. I have, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got seven. Uh, I'm going to use two as an honorable mention, but uh, we could do our top five. So do you have any honorable mentions? Um, no, I'll just go straight to my top five. That's when you're right. What are, what are your honorable mentions? Uh, okay, my first honorable mention of this week's... <clears throat> Of this week's train. Yeah. So uh, this week's five count. Uh, Okada versus Shingo from October 10th. Um, my other honorable mention is going to be Naito and Zack Sabre Jr. on September 24th. 
Um, so those two, I mean, I, I, like I said, there's no bad match. Everything's going to be great. Um, I'm excited to see Zack Sabre Jr. get a shot at Naito and Okada and Shingo. I know they wrestled. I believe they wrestled in the Japan Cup, right? Okada and Shingo? Is that what you said? Yeah, did they? No. I don't remember. I thought Shingo got knocked out in the first round of the New Japan Cup. Could be wrong about that. Probably right, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they wrestled before. They probably have, but Shingo is like my top five favorite wrestlers right now, so I'm excited to see um, him at this stage in his career have some new fresh matches. So, Don't you have a Shingo Takagi t-shirt at home? I Not only do I have a Shingo Takagi t-shirt, I have the Shingo Takagi t-shirt that you got me. Ah, oh, that's right. Oh, it's Christmas. Speaking of... Let's let everybody know I made good on my New Japan Cup loss. That's true. Um, yeah, so Joe paid, paid the debt. Yeah, so we had a New Japan Cup uh, bracketology. I believe um, I had more matches, right? But Joe had the ones that mattered. And I think you beat me by two points. Two you points. Won, you won the popular vote. I won the electoral vote. That's basically What matters it. is who got the W, as Coach Riley once said. So um, I paid that debt to you. In the form of a Lance Archer T-shirt, um, I believe it was. So, the good news is Pro Wrestling Tees is only about nine weeks back, so we should have that right in time for Christmas, buddy. Tis the season. Tis the season to murder some motherfuckers, right? As Lance Archer would say. Yeah, we're going heavy today. We're going heavy. Cool. So, uh, you want to go five to one, and we each do our, you know, each do that way. Sure. Would you like me to go first? I would love for you to go first. All right. Um, I guess number five, I'll say I'll put as a rematch from last year's final, uh, which is Kota Ibushi and Jay White both find themselves in block A this year. Um, As you mentioned earlier, Jay White being an international star from outside Japan has not been wrestling in Japan very much over the summer. Um, He's back now and he will face Kota Ibushi in a rematch of last year's G1 cup final, which I thought was excellent. Um, in this block. So I'm going to put that as my number five and looking, look forward to matches. Um, you can't go wrong. Jay White's really, uh, I like that Jay White is still in the bullet club. We don't know what's going on with that with evil, but, um, yeah, uh, look at that. Somebody's calling the house. Nobody, I didn't know who had landlines anymore and people are calling, um, for my number five, it's actually, on, I believe it's the opening night. Uh, it's going to be Tomohiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki, two guys that are just literally going to beat the shit out of each other. Uh, I'm glad it's got a 30-minute time limit because I don't want them in the ring with each other for more than 30 minutes because of the permanent damage that could and or will be done. So for my number five, it's Ishii and Suzuki. I agree with that. I actually had that on my list as well, so I'll throw that in here. Um, Just two guys that are just going to beat the crap out of each other. Um, I, I can't imagine that's going to be a bad match. There's just no way. Um, they're both so good. So good. So uh, that's number four on my list. Okay. So my number four, man, you know what? I this, uh, These are really interchangeable. Um, what a coincidence. I, <laughs> did you make your list like, not taking into account the other matches you already written down, or did you take into account, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy? It was just based off of matchups, I think, you know, as I was going through and, and looking at the guys in each block. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I have any of these matches from block B 
um, in my top five really at all. Um, so it's going to be all from block a for me, just given the, given the talent that's in there, I, all there's so many matchups in block a, so that's, they're all coming from block a for me. Yeah. I just realized I actually have Ishii in four to my five matches, which just I, tells you what I think of him. So I'm going to go with, uh, another Ishii match. Ishii and Shingo on, uh, September 30th. I, Shingo is like, I think he's only like four or five years younger than Ishii, but he hits as hard as Ishii. He is a little bit faster than Ishii, but man, he's just as tough. I cannot wait for Ishii and Shingo. Yeah, I mean, I again, that's a, you can't go wrong with that combination as well. I think, um, you know, for me, again, it, again, it's going to be a lot of similar guys on this, but the the main event from night one of Wrestle Kingdom this year was Okada and Kota Ibushi. And, uh, you know, they're going to meet in block A competition here. And I, I think they're both going to be in the running until the very end, until the very last night. Uh, like you said, they meet on on the very first night of competition. And that match, I think, was, to me, it's in a, it's the contender. Uh, if, if, it, if For match of the year so far in 2020, it's been obviously a, a weird year with uh, with wrestling and, and events and no crowds and stuff. But at that point in time, it was January. There was still a full crowd in Wrestle Kingdom for that. And uh, it was a great match. So that's number three on my list, Okada versus Kota Ibushi. Oh, man, that's it, – it's really – this is so difficult because Okada and Ibushi was fantastic. It was really overlooked, I think. Um, I'm going to pick something from Block B because I feel like I have to do it justice. And this guy is my dark horse. I love him. Um, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, if you will. I hate doing, but uh, Goto versus Naito to me, I think, has the potential to be outstanding. Naito is world renowned, is like one of the best wrestlers in the world, but Goto is one of those guys that turns it on at the G1 every single year. He had an amazing match with Kenny Omega, I think it was two or three years ago, or probably three years ago now, maybe even four. Um, and he's got so much talent, and I, I, Part of me wishes they, they're going to give him the never open weight title. Just let him fucking run with it or give him a shot at the IWGP title. But he's so good, especially this time of year. So I'm going Goto and Naito. Yep. That's, I mean, that's probably as good as you're going to get in block B. So that's a very good choice. Um, number two, I'll say is I'm not sure if the matches match has happened before. It probably has, and I'm probably just forgetting it or I haven't seen it. But uh, Will Ospreay and Suzuki. I feel like can't be it's gotta be it's gotta be good i just i can't imagine it not being good so <laughs> suzuki's awesome for somebody who's you know right around 50 or early 50s osprey is an outstanding outstanding performer he has not been around for a while either i have to imagine that he is very amped up and ready to take part in this g1 so i'm gonna go with osprey and suzuki as my number two on the list fantastic choice um again no wrong answers side note did you hear the thud from upstairs when you were talking did you hear that i did not i did not hear the thud it worries me because uh it carries not home so either chance just had a 17 ounce sirloin steak that i'm marinating or uh buster knocked something over so i'm really uh the big guy needs to eat let the big, big dog eat let the big all right um <clears throat> so we're up to my my third or my second? Your number two. Numero my dos. number two. All right. 
Number two, I don't know if this match has ever happened. It might have, like you said. Um, but it is going to be a horse fight. Um, Shingo, Jeff Cobb. Um, Jeff Cobb is, if the reports from yesterday are true, he turned down an AEW contract because he wants to work for New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's probably no better spot for Jeff Cobb than New Japan Pro Wrestling. He could be the 2020 Dr. Death Steve Williams, but maybe a little bit safer in the ring. Um, he's got everything. He's got the wrestling acumen. A- acumen? Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Look that up. The wrestling acumen, the look, the stocky body type, and he could do moonsaults, man. Um, it's going to be uh, a good year for Jeff Cobb, and I think he made the right decision. So, yeah. For me, Jeff Cobb, Shingo on, uh, what is that, September 23rd. And then the number one on my list is a match that did happen last year in the G1. Uh, it's Will Ospreay and Okada. I, that was probably my favorite match from the G1 tournament itself in 2019. And I'm really excited to see them uh, do it again this year. They're both in block A. So Osprey and Okada, two of the best wrestlers in the world uh, going at it in block A. So that's, my, that's the match I'm most looking forward to in this year's G1. Uh, and is it by like would you say it's by a landslide or is it by a slim margin because it's really all just so good i mean i think a lot of these matches that we've talked about are it they're all you know going to be excellent so i mean there's probably some that are at a different level than others but um when you match up some of these guys and and the styles and how they mesh together or maybe even don't mesh together and how that's going to what that's going to lead to in some of these matches i think uh there's just there's just a lot of good stuff to uh to anticipate here yeah, for me, my number one um, is also has Will Ospreay. But went back to my man Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, Ishii and Ospreay meet on September 23rd. Coincidentally, the same night as Cobb and Shingo. So, like, dude, the main event anywhere in the country, as the late great girl of Monsoon would say. I'm sure these two have wrestled before. I'm, there's no doubt about it. I'm sure they have. I can't recall it off the top of my head. And they say styles make fights. It's going to be – I can't put words to it. I'm so excited for this year's G1. And they have fans, man. It's almost like a full-on – let's be honest, the New Japan crowd wasn't exactly hanging from the rafters like the ECW crowd was. So they get their clap in. They get their stomping in. I'm not missing much. I cannot wait for this year's G1. Now, that brings us to – who we think is going to win each block. Now, I have a um, Bagu, our buddy, R-A-G-U-J-J on Instagram. Rich Bagu, friend of the show, longtime friend of mine. He gave us a prediction on who's going to win each block. Would you like me to read it, or would you like to give us to give yours and mine, and then we give his? Well, you can throw Bagu's out there. Bagu says Abushi wins block A, Tanahashi wins block B, and Abushi over Tanahashi to win the G1. Good storyline. They've been teasing some, um, you know, some Tanahashi doesn't have anymore. Uh, he's he recently him and Abushi recently just lost um, again to Dangerous Techers. I think Techers, right? That's not Tempers. Dangerous Techers, who's uh, Tai Chi and um, Zack Saber Jr. So. That's a, it's a heck of a pick. I want to hear what the Stallions got. 
So I have uh, in block A, I have Okada winning the block. And uh, the way that I tried to play it out as I looked at all the different matches was on the last night for block A, it's Okada versus Osprey. So that's on the last night. So without going through all the different permutations of the matches and everything like that, basically I have it to where that match will help determine the, will basically determine the winner, right? I have Osprey at like one point behind Okada or something like that at that point in time where if Osprey wins, he wins the block. And if Okada wins, he wins the block. Um, and Ibushi kind of like right around that as the top three guys in the block. So I have Okada winning block A. Um, block B, I felt was a little bit tougher. Um, and that's, I think it's tougher because Naito's in it and he's the champion now. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting to me when the champion is in this and how many matches that he may lose. Um, I know a lot of times new Japan, when champions are in the G one and they lose that the guys that they lose to get title shots in the future. So it's interesting uh, to see. I don't think Naito is going to lose a lot this year, um, but I also don't think he's going to win the block. So I have it basically where at the very last day, um, it's going to come down to Naito, either, either Naito evil or kenta and they're they're in all in different matches and uh i'm gonna go with evil to win block b so okada wins block a and evil wins block b i'm gonna agree with you about block b having come down to kenta evil and naito i don't see kenta winning for the sole purpose that he has the um new japan pro wrestling iwgp u.s title shot waiting in the wings doesn't really make sense unless they want to do another double champ kind of thing. I don't think they will. So that leaves Naito and Evil. Um, the other dark horse to me could be Sonata. Evil broke off from LIJ, do his own thing solo. Everybody wants Sonata to be that next guy. I don't know, Joe. I don't know what the answer is. Do they give it to Naito? And have Naito win the block. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say Naito wins block B. Leaves me to block A. I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm going to pick somebody from block A. No, that's not true. But, I feel like that defeats the purpose of this episode. No, so. it does. But I have the... I, you know, I feel like every year... Now, there in no realm would anybody compare the WWE King of the Ring to the um, the G1. Never. But in the King of the Ring, you can hot shot guys that you wouldn't expect to be at the top of the card, right? Like every year I'm kind of like, oh, maybe this is Shingo's year. Maybe this is Ishii's year. But they're going to be main eventing the biggest show of the year. They're going to be main eventing Wrestle Kingdom. So... Unless I'm they gonna, lose... In between, right? Isn't that like the gimmick? Or like if they lose, they can lose their title shot in between. But I don't know if that's... That is true, yeah. Which I don't know, I don't know if that's likely, but I mean, it's possible. I'm going to say it comes down to Osprey and Naito. And Osprey wins the G1. I, I don't know. I got a feeling. I don't think you're going to see Tanahashi win again. Um, who won last year? Ibushi won last year. Ibushi beat Jay White last year, so they were the block winners last year. Right. And 
Ibushi won and then ended up keeping the contract. And they ended up doing the whole two-night Wrestle Kingdom and he had the shot on night one and Naito wrestled Jay White. And then they the winners went on the next night to unify the titles, which is where we are, you know. Currently, right. the titles are still unified. So. Right, they're still, still... Okay, so I'm going Osprey and Naito and Osprey wins the G1. Who do you have winning the G1? I have Okada winning the G1. I do, um, which I know, you know, it's probably like a, you know, chalk pick or whatever, but I, I don't know, um, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do for Wrestle Kingdom. It's tough. Uh, They just, you know, Naito had his big moment this year. Um, You know, he dropped the title to evil and then won it back relatively quickly within like a couple of months. And now he has it again. So just trying to factor in a lot of things, right? Like do, do I think they're going to have evil win the G1 and get a rematch with Naito at Wrestle Kingdom? I don't think so. Um, I probably wouldn't do that. I feel like that feud has maybe run its course by now. Um, they did have a lot. They, they, they threw a lot into that feud that a lot of people probably aren't aware of, like in the tag matches and the rematches, because it's during the quote-unquote COVID era. But it was, it was a well-told feud um, from the point of like, it finally took LIJ to help Naito win in the end to get rid of Gato and Jato and the rest of the stuff. And in a one-on-one match, what that proved was Naito was the better wrestler. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the other thing is too, like the top of the card in new Japan, you know, and maybe this is, this is probably a reason why they tried to elevate evil. Right. And they did the whole turn where he joined bullet club and all this stuff is to get some fresh faces in there. Um, Cause really it's been a lot of Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, um, Jay White, Jay White and Ibushi from last year, stuff like that. So like, I try to think of different combinations of like, okay, well, if Okada wins, it's Okada Naito. Well, we've seen that a bunch. If Ibushi wins, it's Ibushi Naito. Well, we've seen that a bunch, right? So I don't, if we've seen, if it's White versus Naito, we've seen that a bunch. So I don't know that there's a combination that, unless, unless they elevate somebody brand new like Osprey, like you said, to the main event status of the heavyweight division. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of new, new faces in there. And then I also just kind of wonder like from the business perspective of who do they want to headline wrestle kingdom with, you know, would you, would you not have Okada in a main, obviously Okada is going to be in a main match. Would you want to put him in the main event or not? Um, right. Well, let me, let me throw this out at you. Cause I'm just looking at it right now. Do you think they could possibly have Jay white versus evil in the finals? And a bullet club explosion. I think they could. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know if it matters to them. You know, if you do that, then there's really nobody. Like the fans, you know, wouldn't have anybody really to root for, right? In that match, or they they would pick somebody, I guess. But it's two two bad guys going at it. So would there really be a lot of heat for that final? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it would be an interesting story. Um, but you know, I don't know. I could see you know Bagu's perspective of Ibushi and Tanahashi because there's a storyline going on there with the heel um, turn maybe yeah I, I I tend to think if they're doing something with that that they might they should be able to get there without um the title maybe they can I don't know if they're dragging that maybe they'll drag that out to Wrestle Kingdom and have them wrestle each other at that card and neither of them being in the title match um so there's a lot of different ways you can go I mean you could do something where where white turns face and ends up facing evil at Wrestle Kingdom you know I don't know I think there's a lot of different twists and turns that are going to happen um, in the next three or four months as they build up to the biggest show of the year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like Okada 
and Naito maybe is what they're going to do. And uh, we'll see if Naito keeps it at that point or if Okada ends up taking it back after a year of not having the title. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of different directions they can go. And, you know, like we talked about, there's no... uh, There's no bad matches. There's no wrong answer. I'm looking forward to some Yano chicanery. I got to tell you that much. Yano and Juice might be match of the year, man. Master if, Thief, man. Dude, what if they swerve us and have like Yano versus Suzuki in the final? That would be yes. that'd be some good shit, man. Mm. Hashtag pal. Um, I'm I'm really excited for the G1. I cannot wait. Um, do you know? And this is just a shoot question on air. Uh, is Kevin Kelly going to be doing the American commentary live? Do we know about that? I don't. I have not seen an official announcement. I do know that when I watched the stadium show from a couple weeks ago, where Naito won the title back, that he said on air that they would be doing a live commentary for the G1 was the only way to go. That's what he said. So uh, I don't know if they're going to him and um, I can't remember the name of the gentleman that that is with him, but um, Taz. Uh, nope. I don't think it was uh, Taz, but I think. I think that's what he said he was hoping to do. So I'm hopeful that they are him and whoever else is going to be doing it with him remotely will uh, be able to do live commentary on all the shows. And when they'll, they'll go up. You know, yeah. Cause I thought their, um, their live stadium commentary like that, that I forget his name was on site and Kevin Kelly was at home. I thought it was seamless. All things considered. I thought Kevin Kelly doing live commentary remotely from halfway across the world was better than anything we see on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I thought that's what he said. So I assume that he said that with the blessing of whomever makes those decisions and that they'll be doing live commentary for that. I think that that's something that they're going to at least try to do. So hopefully that's the case. And uh, we'll find out this weekend because the first card is the 20th and it should be up on Sunday. Oh, 18th. 18th, sorry. Yeah. No, no, Saturday, right? So I don't know what day it is today, to be honest with you. So today the sixteenth. So the first one. Yes. Yeah, so actually, Friday night is going to be the first uh, first match of the weekend. So that should be, dude. I'm so looking forward to it. It really fills the gap. How much? Uh, how much SmackDown are you going to be watching now? With uh, is it going to be tough to fit that in, or is it going to be tough to fit in the G1 actually with all the SmackDown you watch? I haven't watched SmackDown in. Uh... A long time, buddy. So that's it's not on the docket for me. Um, should not should not run any interference on the uh, the G one cards, and the G one cards are shorter this year, right? Because last year there was always like the gazillion six man and eight man tags, and now it looks like from what we saw on the cards, there's like one warm up match and then five G one matches, one pre match and then five G one matches. Each one is a half an hour time limit. So even if they go the distance, you're still under a three hour show. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing and good for the um you yeah you Amora and the the kids getting that one warm up match. You don't get those. I mean, some of the eight man tags I like though because they would set up um things later on in the G one. But you know we we got to do what we got to do. We got to get in and out. We got a lot of taping to do, and we have a lot of professional wrestling to watch, man. I can't wait. I am so excited for this year's G one. Probably more excited than I've ever been based on the circumstances. It really gives us something to look forward to. Um, and it's going to be just one hell of a card. Make sure you follow us along on social media at all night long WP everywhere you social media, Facebook.com slash all night long WP and follow our 
uh, the mother country, I guess, which would be wrestling headlines at Lords of Pain, youtube.com um, slash, uh, um, actually just go to YouTube, type in wrestling headlines. That is where all of our shows get uploaded to. They are great guys over there. We appreciate them very much. And that's it, man. You, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep well this weekend. I'm going to stay very hydrated and prepare myself for a month long of some fantastic professional wrestling action. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. He is your host. He's the Stallion. I am the Enforcer, and we are tapping out.